Podcast episode 40. I got a good one for you guys today, April 9th. It's a Monday. I'm gonna get right to it with a manic Monday, and I'm gonna start it off with maybe I should call it a McGregor Monday because that's basically what I'm gonna hit it with today. Um, my god, man, if you guys weren't on social media or if you guys weren't watching your TV, I mean, they even showed it on my local news, you couldn't really get around it. It was a crazy weekend for Conor McGregor. I mean, this guy flew out from Ireland to get to Brooklyn just to throw something at a bus that UFC fighters were in. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but then you break down the story, right? So it's like you have Conor, you know, the notorious that gets his belt stripped that morning. You know, he didn't fight in the UFC for about two years. So they said, you know what? You need to get the belt to somebody else. And obviously he was outraged. Okay, it is what it is. Meantime, this fighter that's out in Brooklyn, because he was in there for a fight and he did win. His name is Habib. All right, this guy came in and he's doing his thing. He's really going in right now, guys. You have to look him up. Um, Possible fight with McGregor, but let's just keep it at that because the story's juicy, right? Habib. Gets in there. And for some reason, he had an altercation with one of Connor's guys. I, I, I don't know what exactly happened. I watch the videos. I hear, I hear people explaining what happened. And, um, you know, keep it short. He had an altercation with one of Connor's boys, right? Um, you know, shots back and forth. Connor obviously is trying to find somebody to fight in the UFC that's on his level. Here comes Habib being one of these dudes that keeps talking. All right. So what ends up happening? Something triggers Connor that day. Says, you know what? I'm flying out with 20 of my guys to Brooklyn. They get into an altercation, right? And it wasn't even face to face because the guys were on the bus. Connor comes in like a wild animal, starts throwing stuff at the bus. I mean, he's throwing whatever he finds around him. Um, and everybody's going nuts, you know, trying to hold him back. And they put the bus, back it up into one of these cages, closes it in. And there you go. Connor runs off. And he couldn't run away far because all of a sudden Dana White is out here talking like seconds later that, you know, he's not allowed to leave New York. He can't fly. They're going to take his passport from him, you know. Cops are looking for him. I mean, it's nuts. You know, this guy looked up to this guy as somebody. Um, And you know what? It's hard for me not to still look up to him for whatever he's done. I mean, it's amazing what he's done. Same with Mayweather. I mean, these guys, you know, they show off, but you know, they do what they talk about and they win. And that's why they stand out and be on top. So, you know, leave that at that. Why would Connor do such a thing? And that's what I want to hit on today because everybody's talking about the incident that he's stupid, that he's this, that he's like that. Others are saying that he's loyal to his friends. He's backing them up no matter how much bail he's going to get. Oh, 50,000 bail. That's nothing for him. You know, he could pay that off. He doesn't care. So that's what I'm going to tie it into because I feel like, um, you know, that situation happened 
because he always needs to do something like that. I mean, this is Connor. We've seen these things before, and we can point it out. I mean, clearly, they do stuff for show. UFC does, boxing does, for show, because they need to get attention. They want people to watch. The same thing like Mayweather. Oh, hell no, he's not going to fight Mayweather. How the hell can McGregor fight Mayweather? Boxing, all these things, back and forth, and they keep saying that it might happen. Oh, but it can't, this, that. It lasted for over a year, and what ends up happening? They fight. That's exactly why you have to pay attention to these people. I mean, they're human beings, but they're smart individuals. They break things down. You know, they didn't get to where they are just by joking around and just throwing things up in the air. Um, Conor McGregor plotted this out, and that's my statement today. I'm saying it to you guys right now. I really believe that Conor really planned it out. I mean, you got to think about it, right? out of UFC for two years. It's been a while after that Mayweather fight. What's up with Connor? He's on yachts. He's chilling with his baby. You know, he's 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 having the time of his life. Well, come on, now we got to see him fight, though. We know that he's not done with it, so we're waiting. This Habib guy rolls through, right? And there's other guys. Holloway, there's a lot of guys that are out here talking, talking. So what do we need? We need something like this to happen, and that's exactly what Connor plotted out. Perfect moment. Fly his ass out to New York. What's the worst that can happen? Okay, he threw something at the bus. What ends up happening? I mean, realistically, he has a $50,000 bail, which is nothing to him. I mean, come on, guys. You guys know how much money he makes. Boom. Right away. Pays it off. Let's go. He got his name out there again. This is a highlight of the year. This is going to be the highlight of the year. Backing up all the unbedded because they do these little UFC videos, these vlogs. It's going to put, you know, it's going to make the movie that much better. And I call it a movie. He freaking made a movie and his life is a movie and he's going to keep it that way. So rest assured that he didn't just do this random outburst. You know, they, they, they try to compare this to like NFL players getting into, um, you know, they try to compare this to NFL players getting into um, abuse charges, you know, this isn't the same. You know, you guys got to really look into it. I mean, come on, Conor McGregor has been making a show out of every and anything that comes his way. So this is normal for him. I mean, yeah, he did hurt people. Yeah, it's true. Okay, that, you know, part of the plan, probably not. He was going crazy. I mean, you could see it in his face, but you got to remember it's the UFC. He's going to be fighting somebody. And if this is how he wants to do it, this is how he's going to do it. So. I believe that this was part of Connor's plan, and that's what I'm sticking to. Honestly, maybe it didn't go the way how he thought it was, how bad it, the situation ended up being. Maybe he thought he was going to run away. It was going to be a little thing. Whatever it was, but rest assured he did think about it beforehand. I mean, come on, guys. He's a millionaire. He's making big deals everywhere. So you can't you can't think that he was just doing all this craziness for no reason. So there you go, guys. What else we got today? Um... I think that something I could cover with you guys today is Jordan Peterson, somebody that you should know. I was on the internet and came across this guy, Jordan Peterson, psychologist. I love psychology. I went to university for psychology. I love it. Uh, you know, I could study it each and every day. Came across this guy, brilliant guy, University of Toronto professor there. Um, He's just, he's just unbelievable. You need to look him up. His name is Jordan Peterson. And um, I bring him up because he's making great, to great topics, great talks with a lot of people. And I feel like 
this is what we need in the world. You know, I come through, um, I come through things across the internet every day that make me think, why do people care so much about the BS, just stupid stuff that, you know, there's way more important things going on in the world. That's why I get so caught up with people like Elon Musk, you know, people that didn't, you know, the man didn't even finish college and he's out here building rockets. I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on here. So I, I listened to a lot of these big interviews of Jordan Peterson, and he's touching on a lot of topics that people should be listening to. I mean, just because the Western world makes it seem like we need to just be listening to music and and uh, going out on weekends doesn't mean that that's the right thing to do. The history has been shown that there's a lot of things that we love to do and human beings love to get to, but doesn't necessarily help them out in the long run. And the things that really count and matter end up staying and that's what we need to think of. There are people out there that are making life-changing decisions for the world, um, whether it's in politics or engineering or, you know, new nuances, even in technology. There's crazy things going on, and we need to focus on these things. You know, it's not about being boring. It's not about being any of that stuff because that stuff is actually cool. We find these people that we love so much, they are using those things that these smart guys are using to their ability. So we need to be able to connect with those things. And I feel like it's very important for us, especially how fast the world is changing, to understand ourselves and to really move forward in the right direction. So I brought up Jordan Peterson because you'll find very catchy titles on YouTube if you type in his name. You know, it'll cover a whole bunch of things that you'll be so surprised of. And he talks about it so eloquently. Um, it's amazing to listen to. So make sure you guys check him out. Um, what else I got here? Okay, and I yo, and I had to cover this because this is just unbelievable. I'm looking at the XXL artists of 2018. Right? I go on. And I'm and I'm listening to all these uh to all these pitches that they had, right? So XXL the uh, let's let's these artists have a pitch. Uh, you know, explain why we should vote on them. So I came across because of Six Nine. If you guys don't know Takashi Six Nine, I think you guys know him. Yeah, if you haven't seen a dude with rainbow hair, then check him out. You'll find him. He's everywhere. Um, the dude is interesting, and um, wanted to check out his pitch. And you just listen to the pitch, and you're thinking. Why is this even relevant right now? Why? How do we get this guy to this pedestal? And he knows very well, and he'll laugh about it because he knows what he did, you know, with the with the tats, with the rainbow hair. He knew he made himself this type of human being, you know, and he calls himself a clown. I mean, he knows he made himself look like a clown, so we can get it, so he could get attention. So whatever he puts out, he's getting recognized for it. And hey, if he's going to make money off of it, that's all he cares about at the end of the day. He might look at himself in the mirror and say, why the hell I got these tats on my face? Or why does my hair look like this? But he laughs about it in the end of the day because he knows he's going to get attention and he's going to get money from it. Some people make decisions like that in the world. Is it crazy? Yes, of course. A lot of people won't make those type of decisions. But for his situation... It worked out because, I mean, he wasn't doing good in school. He was doing crazy stuff around New York. I mean, it was almost set in stone for him to just find his way the way how he did it. And, I mean, look, 
he's on the billboard charts yeah and as crazy as it sounds i mean his music must be doing something for people to gravitate towards now i know most likely it's just the fact that you know we know who 6ix9ine is just off of instagram and wherever we see him you know the colorful hair all the stuff he puts out people want to know what you know what music he makes so obviously they want to hear his music and there you go. You see this crazy guy screaming in the music videos, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the music videos. But it's almost like who else is doing that? You know, like we don't have somebody like him really screaming and really going in in, in the songs the way how he is. Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, look, DMX, and he even said it himself, he looked up to DMX when he was a kid. So there you go. We don't really have artists like that at, that, at this moment. You know, we have a lot of auto-tune artists, a lot of... You know, people like to call them soft. They like to just um, melodize and talk about stuff they never did. He brought the opposite where he's trying to go hard. And here you go. The image doesn't match. You know, put two and two together. He did a creative thing. You can't you can't knock it. So here we go. You know, we got this guy that got all these billboard charts and he did it. You know, like that's his life. You know, like he made his life that way. He made his bet. So with that, since we're talking about the XXL cover, here I am looking at the list. I listen to all these pitches to see, can somebody really tell me why I should vote for them? Because this has been a debate for years and years. You know, we see the XXL covers from like five, six, seven years ago, where these artists, they're record-breaking artists, they're big artists that got out there, like Wiz, like Logic. We see these guys that were on there. You know, congratulations to them. They actually proved themselves. They were rapping. They were doing what they had to do on the mic and outside. But now you see it. It's all about clout. Everybody talks about that, and that's really what's going on. I mean, look, 6 9 did it his own way. He's got billboard charts, and he's on the billboard charts and everything. But, I mean, look, you got Lil Uzi. He popped. That was, like, the beginning of of, of somebody like that, you know? And this is, like, a, this is a general look for these artists, the hair, you know, people need to have color in their hair. When I go down the list of all these guys on here, some of them I never even heard of, similar, very similar with the dreads. They got color in their dreads, either blonde or purple or pink. You know, they're all going for that same style, dreads hanging down. Um, now, obviously, is that everybody? No, but you see the similarity between a lot of them and if you look back five years ago you won't find that like that thing that wasn't popular so you know seeing that now what are we really getting to because this is a this is a fairly new wave you know somebody like famous dex um these guys that are getting their name big having features of famous artists that we know um you know, I'm just looking at the list right now just to see anything different. I mean, I basically said it how it is. You can look for, you can look at it for yourself. Um, you know, there's some artists on here, obviously controversial because it's like they don't even deserve to be here. I don't think there's certain artists that already reached a, a phase where they're not even in the freshman class anymore. I consider them, you know, being out here for at least over two years. So I, that's my opinion. I wouldn't even consider them here, but. Long story short, guys, all about the clout. I mean, realistically, that's what we're going to see, and you can't even be mad about it anymore. These last couple years, people are like, yo, this ain't rap, this ain't... This is the XXL freshman class, you know, get the fireworks ready. They want to have a show with the craziest people you can find, and that's what they're going to do. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong, when I say crazy, I don't mean... 
that they're crazy in that sense. Um, how can I say it? Almost as in what the stereotype is. They're going against it, going against the grain, you know? So um, we can't knock it. And I mean, I can't either because if they put out a certain song, I'll bump it. I'll put on repeat for a couple of days and then get over it. It's not the same like how it used to be before, people. So we got to keep it moving. Like I said, you guys, in this Paradise Podcast, I will be bringing people. Um, I will be bringing more stories. I just want to keep it keep it consistent. And um, a lot of new things on the way. I got my website up and everything else is locked and loaded. I do have a Paradise Play. So if you guys want to game play with me, I'm going to try to boost that up a little bit also. Um, and yeah, guys, everybody knows, you know, follow me on IG, Twitter. And, I, you know, I'll be posting more and more stuff here and there. I just need more people to get engaged. And these conversations will get bigger. You know, my plan is to make this thing bigger than it is right now, me just sitting in front of my laptop. And, you know, when I first started the show, I wanted to have decent conversations about whatever topic the other person that was talking with me would like to engage in. Somebody wanted to talk about music, just about the current state of music and artists and what the future brings. You know, I brought somebody about Taekwondo, what's the, you know, future on that? How is the lifestyle around that? Anything, you know, that we can gravitate towards and make it bigger than life. You know, I hope to bring people like Jordan Peterson on one day, bring people like Conor McGregor, have like these real conversations with these guys that we don't really get to see. Everybody asks very generic questions, but I want to get down to deeper questions that will actually enlighten us. So there you have it, guys. I hope everybody's doing good. I say live good, stay positive, stay motivated, stay focused. And we out. I, I, everybody listen, I want to say... Just keep fucking with Paradise because Paradise is one of the few outlets out here, alternative media that's really digging deeper. They're not just looking at the surface. Paradise Podcast. DJ Paradise, you feel me? Paradise exclusive.